if this happens, <laughs> what I is that even? This. There was a point in that where Cole was just like, "This can is a handicap match." Can we sign off, please? <laughs>
So as part of this, and as part of the more recent tapings, a lot of performers got new contracts. With these new contracts, they got a pay raise. That's great, right? Fantastic. Right. More money, more problems. Exactly. Oh. The problem is that now because they're getting paid more, now that they're doing takeovers, W... Oh, it's Blackpool. Yep. You're right. I'm sorry, Matt. I could have That's fine. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. You're right, Biz. So it's Blackpool. Um, when they first started NXT UK, they were allowing allowing a lot of their wrestlers to continue to wrestle outside of the promotion, yeah. along with promotions that they were partnering with. Mm-hmm. So WWE has been partnering with Evolve. Um, I think ICW. And for in progress. A lot, of the, so, a lot of the promotions lot of, that have been pushing talent to them and such. Yeah, right. So they've been doing like a talent exchange. Right. Um, that's now going to change to a degree. Okay. Now the wrestlers can only perform with their partners. So now that's they can fair. only perform with Progress, ICW, Fight Club Pro, Attack Pro Wrestling, Future Shock, Over the Top Wrestling, and WXW. So they'll so evolve. So, exactly. Oh. No more evolve. Interesting. Which is interesting because they've been working heavily with they've them. They've been and they've been promoting them and they've been really ni- like they've been really nice with each other. Now it's surprising unless, that they're not on that list. Unless they someone just omitted them from this list, Evolve is not on there, which is a huge shock. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I noticed is there's things like Rev Pro and Defiant aren't on here. Well, Defiant is, is Stu Bennett still doing that? I think he's still the GM over and, you there. You know, they're him and, and WWE have beef, so yeah. Yeah, but uh, so that's that's a big deal for these these wrestlers. Now they can't work anywhere but these places. No Ring of Honor, no New Japan, no anywhere. They're stuck working these promotions. Now, granted, there's a lot of them, mm-hmm. but on top of that, the promotions that they are partnered with that they can work for, they cannot work filmed matches. Ooh, they can only work dark matches. Do they have a lot of film matches in those companies? They all do. ICW has a regular filming. Uh, Progress has regular filming. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure about the other ones. I know Progress and ICW for sure. So this is essentially stopping their 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 cash flow, which is why they got a raise. Ah, still. So they all got raises. Wait, before they were they able can, to, they can still work these shows. So they still get some of the live money. And their bookings, but they don't get any revenue from TV or DVDs or streams or anything like that. So, so here's what I come with the crossroads with this, because um, I follow a handful of the NXT stars on social media and such. Okay. And what's cool about NXT too is that NXT is, uh, well, mainline NXT, mm-hmm. NXT Prime, whatever they're calling it, right. in Florida is based. In Florida, so right. they generally stay in there. Yeah. They don't have to move around right. the way the main roster stars do. Right. So that it's a, there's a bit of a comfort comfort level there too, right. where they go on a few live tours a year. But right. Yeah. But they get to have that. They get to have like a normal, stable home life. Mm. Um, there's a handful of guys that have families already. Yeah. That really like plays a good part in that. You know, they can go do their thing, come home, see their families. Mm-hmm. They don't have to stress themselves out with touring. <clears throat> so. I Which mean, is a they huge can, selling point for a lot of guys who come over to WWE and right. NXT is that they can do that, mm-hmm. and they still have a good cash flow coming. Right, in. exactly. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of negatives. There's a lot of positives. It comes down to what the superstars have to balance out for themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so again, people like Walter, 
he's already on. He's already WXW's champion, so he can still work those shows, obviously. But now he's not going to be able to be defend promoted. his title. He can defend his title, film, yeah. but if they if they film anything, he can't do it. Right. I think he already he was a, a dual champion somewhere else, and he dropped that title already. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting to see where it goes, but that's that. Those are the reports, at least. Those are the limitations and some of the things that came with you know the raise and whatnot. Moving on to New Japan, Ooh. for the first time ever, Access TV will be airing Wrestle Kingdom on the same day that it airs. Now, it's not going to air live. That's exclusively for New Japan World. Cool. But, typically, Wrestle Kingdom would air a few days late. Right. Maybe even a week or two late. Because the Access TV would schedule them on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So, let's say Wrestle Kingdom was on a Thursday, because it was always on, on January 4th. So, let's say it's on a Thursday or whatever. Or this right. year's going to be on, what, Friday? Because July, f- I mean, because no, wait, January first is a Wednesday. January first, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Saturday. No, it's Tuesday. Okay. January first is a Tuesday. So January fourth is a Friday. So Friday, okay. So if it's going to be on a Friday, let's say in the past it would have aired next Saturday. Cool. So you're looking at generally it would have been the twelfth, something like that. So you're a week or two behind. Right. This year it's going to air the same day, just a few hours later. So question. Yeah. With this accommodating, honestly, cool. Um, not Jr. Unfortunately, well, well, Jr. doesn't always do Wrestle Kingdoms. Well, he's, he's got a, he's last... got a contract. We, he I didn't think we spoke about this last week. Like, he didn't do last year's. He didn't do last year's. Him and Ke- uh, Kevin Kelly and uh, that other dude. Oh, you're right. You're right. He did Dominion, didn't he? I don't remember. He's had a working good re- working relationship with them now. Well, yeah, and, he does and, Access TV weekly episodes. Right, and he can because of his obligations with WWE or whatever. Because WWE is now. Vice gripping. Anyway, but um, so I'm assuming this is going to be accommodating the North American time slot for because Wrestle Kingdom would have aired at what, like 2 a.m.? Something like that. No. Like 3 or it was like 3 or 4 a.m., no? 11 hour difference. Stupid early. So 3 3 a.m. Sure. So it's going to show up here what eight PM the next day? That would be that would make I'm sense guessing. or six PM. I'm guessing they could put it at a reasonable time frame where it's I like mean, normal let's be wrestling. Real. We ended up catching it around that time last year. We didn't watch it live. Yeah, but we caught it later that evening. Also, you can find a stream. That's oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, can, which is what we did last year. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I mean, that's how I usually watch New Japan shows is on a on a stream from a website mm-hmm. in, in like five different parts because. Mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom is what six hours long, yeah. something like that. It yeah. is their biggest pay per view, yeah. so I mean, I this, think is, it's this cool. is cool. I think it's cool. It's cool for for the fans that don't want to wait. I mean, it's good for the views because they it, can it, actually it, it, the get perfect. the views exactly perfect, for like what you're saying. Is everyone the, that would go to those archive streams, mm-hmm. they can just watch the legitimate Access TV. I mean, live, I'm still going to go to the live cast. <clears throat> to the like the streaming service. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not going to go to um, Access TV because I don't you have to pay for that. It depends on what service, you, what service uh, carrier you have. Like Verizon, it comes with that. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm at my mom's place, I can watch whatever's on Access TV. But yeah, I, I think sure that on most TV, TV cable providers here in, in New York, we don't get standard. Access TV. So I know we have, have Optimum, and it, I'm sure it doesn't have it. So I will continue to watch the yeah. way I do watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but now we have options. Like, if we wanted to, we can get together, 
and like watch it let's say at my place on on Friday that Friday you know what I mean instead mm-hmm. of just like oh let's figure out when we can stream it I mean if we can turn it into an event like we do for the yeah. WWE shows you know that'd be cool the problem is you gotta stay away from spoilers yeah true. that's true just turn all notifications off wait till work ends and then come on Watch your it's watch your I'm, I'm at work, so I'm, I'm not gonna catch this one. Oh, anyway. I'm at well, work. I'll, I'll definitely have it on in the back. If it's a Friday, you're at four. So exactly, I get out at four. Hey. It's in the middle of January. Hey, return don't, season. don't give him the uh, time he gets out of work. If super fans and the stalkers may be out there <laughs> waiting for an autograph. Is that Will and Thrill? Himself. Hello, I've been I've been following your podcast. Oh, <laughs> so, so great. The last bit of news <laughs> is uh, some new matches have been announced for Ring of Honor's final battle, which is taking place. <laughs> Quite a few. Excuse me, the whole card's been announced. <laughs> <laughs> and man, if like Matt Bizzle and I were talking about going before, but I need to go to this show. We have so already announced previously was Bully Ray versus Flip Gordon and I Quit match. That was already announced. But what's been announced since Marty Skrull versus Christopher Daniels? How can that not be in a fantastic match? And what's probably going to be the show opener? is going to be a tag team ladder match between, you know, Frank Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, so two-thirds of, two of uh, SCU, versus the Bris- defending their, their ROH tag team championships, versus the Briscoes, versus the Young Bucks. I don't know if they can open with that. You have to open with that. Because the main event is Cody versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor championship. I know. You can open uh, Skrull and Daniels. It's just such a no. Home. It's gonna be too much. That that match is gonna be methodical. It's gonna be like that's slow, why you open technical. It up. No, you open it up. You open up with something big and exciting and like pop. You get the blood. That's why the young bucks always open New Japan shows. Or at least they used to. Mm. The young bucks always wear the curtain jerkers at New Japan shows because it gets the crowd into it right off the bat. Well, we'll talk about things. But have you watched Being the Elite this week? I did watch BTE this week. Oh. I th- anyway, I think if anything, they're cementing they're not going to WWE. Now with Triple H showing up, quote unquote, the, the Triple H, H and, the, <laughs> and the sledgehammer that they're treating like Thor's uh, Mjolnir. And yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, we spoke about this earlier. Um, the Thrill himself gave me. He's like, "Hey, give me your uh, top five guys that you want to see. Uh, that are top five indie guys that you want to see in the WWE, and vice versa. Top um, WWE, WWE guys you want to see in the indie circuit." And I said, "I don't have any." I don't want any indie guys to go to WWE because it's just going to ruin them. Exactly. I don't and want them there. There's no one that I thought that's good enough that hasn't already been on the indie scene that I, I care for. It Maybe See, Johnny I think, Gargano? I think of matches that I think would be really cool and I think of what this performer needs to cap off their career. Mm. So, for example, who would I want to see go to WWE? I want to see Christopher Daniels go to WWE. He's done so much in his career already. He doesn't need to, though. He doesn't need... Neither did Samoa Joe. Neither did AJ Styles. These are guys who are going mm. no, to right, a so cement their legacy and then to make that last payday. Bro, let him go and make his money. AJ needed to cement his legacy in the eyes of Vince McMahon. In my opinion, AJ Styles is a whole... If, if we have our like grapp- a, grapples to apples Hall of Fame... Wait, wait, nudge, nudge. My, my first ballot Hall of Fame... AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Of course. Easy. Because Jericho. <laughs> so, it'd be nice to have Christopher Daniels in WWE. One, he's too old. But that's what... 
that's what you put him. Just let it get his payday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but he I'm not talking he about do any. Like, I feel like he can still go. No, I'm not. I didn't say that. Okay. Did you hear me say that? <laughs> My bad. Well, I'm look. I'm I'm thinking of it completely. Like, I'm looking out for CD. I want I CD to get his money. You know no what I mean? No one wants CD to 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 get his money more than I. I mean, I was watching this guy when he was with Trip in Triple X and TNA. Yeah. With a uh, Elix Skipper. And I forgot the uh, oh low key. Well, now you just show no. So <laughs> I am the historian. You know, uh, yeah, you're you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm on telling you, I know, I know, I know. So I would love for Christopher Daniels to to get his you know make that money, get his bag. That's what he's done. Yeah, but. I mean, that's all I see it as. You know what I mean? I feel like they'll do something with like how they like treated Christian. You know, like yeah, I see that. I see what you mean. But here's yeah. so here's the thing. Oh, but I'll get to that too. So the reason I bring up being the elite, uh, to from the Young Bucks and all that, is because they've been posting a lot of stuff on social media, but them Tim's too sweeting with AJ, too sweeting with the good brother, or um, sorry, Gallows, Carl, and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson. Um, Bro, they're ca- trolls. That's, they do that stuff so that people like you, marks like you, can be like, "Oh, they're going to WWE." Listen, and I don't January want 1st, them to sign with Ring of Honor. I don't want them to go there, but like, I don't know. There's just I. I think what I think is going on. I think is Coda, Cody and the Young Bucks are signing with them, and they're what Cody. Part of Cody's thing, I hope, would be that he gets his his name back, Cody Rhodes. He could wrestle under that name again one day. That's locked, and that's why he would. I, yeah. I I would think that's would be part of his contract if he could bring that in because they need something that's fresh. And what I would like to know is would they ever allow him or them to bring stuff like being the elite into so, WWE or even as a WWE network of like and program. that's why I think it'll never happen because WWE is going to want to put their money their hands on everything BTE. On the elite name, they're gonna wanna touch everything that Cody, the Bucks, and all these guys do. If you're the Young Bucks, if you're Cody and Hangman, well, not Hangman, Hangman to a lesser degree, because he's still earning his career, he can go any direction from here. But these guys make so much money on their own, they don't need to go to the WWE for any other reason than just get extra money. And, like, be permanently, in the eyes of all wrestling fans, revered. So, if you have this show on YouTube, where you have complete and total freedom, Mm -hmm. complete and total control, you control the narrative, you do it how you want to do it, you book your own shows, you book your own character, and you're making hand over fist, you did this, uh, you know, this this one-off show that made bank. Why would you then turn it all away to go somewhere where the head of the company is the biggest control freak on the planet? Because I don't think, even if they signed, it would be a thing forever. Like, I know they wouldn't get themselves in that trap where they'd be stuck in the WWE for decades or whatever. Long-term contracts don't even exist anymore. No. Um, but the most WWE looks for five years nowadays. They look for five years from every contract. But do you really want to get handcuffed into a five-year contract, losing out on an exorbitant amount of money when you're the Young Bucks, you're, you're Kenny Omega, you're Marty Skrull, you're, you're uh, Hangman Page, 
you guys have your, I mean, your if your he, merchandise and hot topic. Hangman. If Hangman goes to WWE, he has the most to lose. Well, I don't think he would be. See, this is the thing. So they've been splintering they're all going a lot of... together. Mm-hmm. They said they're all going together. The Kenny, Young Bucks, Cody, Skrull, and Hangman. They're all supposed to be going, no matter where they go, they're supposed to be going together. We'll it's like the Click 2.0. Exactly. We'll see what happens. And Hangman has the most to lose by going to WWE because his name is not as established as Kenny, the Bucks, and Cody. If he goes to WWE, he's going to be in the mid-card. Well, he's going to be NXT. Also. You want to talk about it's, Click 2.0, yeah. but what happened with Kate, uh, Kevin Nash and Razor Ramon? They went to WCW, and they Hunter and... the biggest... They became the NWO, yeah. Yeah. The difference is their names weren't blown up the way that the Young Bucks... And, and the well, the internet didn't, didn't exist. And also, they went they went opposite direction. Mm-hmm. The the Elite would be going in a direction of DX. less control, okay. where Kevin Nash and Scott Hall went to more control. They got more money by Well, I'm not WCW, comparing them to that. I would probably... But that's more part of it, Hunter and They Sean. went to WCW, mm-hmm. made more money, had more creative control, and became the NWO. Right. Where the elite would be going in the opposite direction, and become DX. They would not become DX because Vince wouldn't. Vince didn't like factions. Well, he's name gotta... a faction that we have that's more than three people that's actually doing anything right now. The New Day, more than three people that's doing anything. There's no faction more than three people. Exactly. They don't have factions for the, the most WWE part. WWE does not do factions. Vince They've would done break. factions, but they haven't done them they recently. They don't. They have. They don't. They got, and then, what's Kenny? They got, Kenny's going to drop going? the title? Kenny just, no, after Kenny, all of his Kenny's career, not going to stick with them. After all of his career, he just won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Is he going to drop it? To go to Vince? No. That's I, insane. I think... I'm not seeing Kenny in the cards. I'm, I know you keep thinking that they're all staying together and they keep saying that or whatever, but I don't know... Uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Naito put it perfectly when he turned down the WWE contract. He said, I'm already in the best promotion in the world. Why would I leave it? The New Japan, with their con- you know their, their collaboration with Ring of Honor, there's combinations for five-star matches with an endless amount of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. With the WWE, you're going to get stuck into a program with Rusev. No offense to Rusev. I love him to death, but... You'll be wrestling him for like six weeks in a row. Kenny Omega versus Rusev? It's not a sexy, sexy match. Which is WWE's fault, because if they built Rusev better, that could have been. Now, there are, these are matches that you haven't been able to see, or, or mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, or you haven't been able to see, but no one's gotten... You guys haven't seen... Finn Balor versus Kenny Omega. You know? Mm-hmm. Back when Kenny was still a junior? Yeah, when they were trunks, both juniors still. When they were still yeah. drunk, yeah. Can you use the word green trunks? Yeah. And he had the, uh, the wing. Yeah. And the, was it the wing and the heart? on the what you call it? looks mad weird. Every time I watch like old footage of Kenny Omega, I'm just like, yo, who is this fool with his green tights and his green, I mean, his green trunks and his green boots? I don't know. But, so, like, the people didn't get to see that. We didn't really get to see Kenny Omega versus... AJ Styles you know no we didn't these are matches that yeah we'd like to see but they'll just put Kenny in a program with Dolph Ziggler great match that's something that we we 
really want to see. But we like. Or Shinsuke, they'll just give it to us every month, every week for like six that, months. <laughs> I'm with Shinsuke. Shinsuke got paired up with Dolph. Perfect. The date. Perfect example. Perfect example. Monday Night Raw happened two night last night. Last night. Dolph and Seth. Dolph and Seth. Seth again. Now we know that these men can put on a fantastic match. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they can't keep putting on the same match every week for no, no, six no. weeks. It's not that they can't. They can put on a four-star match. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. What did I tell you last night, Matt? When we were on the phone, the minute they said that Dolph came out and it was going to be Dolph versus Seth, I said, "I'm not doing this for the 14th time," and I turned it off. I was like, I can't. I can't watch the same. I don't understand why WWE continues to do this, and they think that the fans are okay. I cannot. In my body, watch the same match week after week for four, five, six weeks. They have a pay-per-view match, and then they still continue the feud. It's mind-blowing to me. Because their pay-per-views don't mean anything anymore, because they're putting them on every two weeks. So I was listening to... I mean, I don't think that's the deal. Yeah. They've been... I, didn't we go over this? You're, uh, you're, you're... I don't want to say underestimating or overestimating how many pay-per-views they used to put on. They've been putting on... 10 to 15 pay-per-views a year for the last decade. This is not new. This year has been an anomaly because they keep doing these like Australian shows, shows and the, these, these the Saudi shows. Arabia shows and whatever. But WWE has consistently put on 10 to 15 pay-per-views every year for the last decade. That's fine. So that's not an issue. The issue is how they book the space between. I was listening to, I think, Taz recently. And he was saying how like back in his day... You build to you build your feud to the pay per view, and that was the blow off. Now that's just phase one of the feud. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that if it was a giant, it was like a bigger feud, like say Batista Triple H. Mm-hmm. It ran end of Royal Rumble mm-hmm. all the way to Vengeance, right. which was and June. I, and I like that because that's called. Long, I, I remember back in the day during the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. we had Trips versus The Rock for like a year. We had Stone Cold versus The Rock for like a year. It. Yes. But the they're sagas chapters. have to be splintered and they're with things in between. They have, they have, uh, they're definite. You so, can feel look, an impact on each chapter. So, similarly, Kenny versus um, Okada. Mm-hmm. They had four matches over the course of, what, two years? Mm-hmm. Two Wrestle Kingdoms, one Dominion, yes. and some other one. So, four matches over the course of, three, of two years. At no point did that feel like it was repetitive, because they spread them out. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't face each other every two days, or every two weeks, or every three months. Not that every pay per view has to be the blow off, but you have to stretch out these feuds so that they matter mm-hmm. when they face each other. And when they do face each other, it's okay. Then now it's happening, and now it means something. Mm-hmm. And so when Kenny won, it was huge. Finally. It took him four tries, and he finally beat Okada. And that's stuff that WWE doesn't do. Yeah. But. Anyway. I wouldn't like anyone from <clears throat> Bullet Club, Elite, whatever you want to call it now, to be anywhere near the WWE. However, yeah, I smell something dumb. There are other performers I want to see out there, just not the Elite. I want to see CD hit the WWE to get his payday. Damn. Yeah, else. But I dig. Okay, so I just did a little math while you guys were talking. Alright. Alright, we're gonna go back to twenty fifteen. Okay. Twenty fifteen they had thirteen pay per views. Okay. 
2016, they had 15 pay-per-views. Okay. 2017, they had 17 pay-per-views. Jeez. I think. Hold on. Two, so four, you said 2015, six, they had 13 pay-per-views? Mm-hmm. So that's one a month one with month. one anomaly, yeah. which is 16, fine to me. Excuse me. In 2017, they had 16 pay-per-views. Sounds about right. So their pay-per-view numbers have gone up, yeah. except for this this year. We have... Um, Are we including the, show, the, the network shows and all that? Are we including Starcade? One no, hour special? Starcade is my show. So yeah, they're going to close this year with TLC. That is the last pay-per-view of 2018. Of 2018. Right, yeah. That'll be 15 pay-per-views. That's including the Australia show and that, yeah, that the Grand. Greatest Royal Rumble, so that's less than last year. Super Showdown and Crown Jewel. You take those out, and that's one pay per view per month. The problem is that those three shows have been spaced in a way that they were just like insane, and that what evolution as well. Just the way they spaced them out was just was just not done well this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm cool with thirteen, twelve, one a month plus one like anomaly somewhere. Right. Yeah, I mean, after a while, it started getting a little crazy. Oh, it got exhausting. It got exhausting. Like, like mentally exhausting. The first, the first technical, technically the first pay-per-view of the year Royal was Rumble. Royal Rumble. Oh, is it? January 28th, mm-hmm. February 27th, March 11th, April 8th, April 27th, May 6th. Then we had a little bit of a lapse. June 17th. Okay. July 15th. August 19th. September 16th. What a month. And then we started getting back to back again. September, uh, October, October 6th, 6th, October 28th, November mm-hmm. 2nd, November 18th. It got heavy during WrestleMania time, and then it got heavy again just recently. To the end of the year. Yeah, I was going to say, the end of the year, they, the last half of the year, they really upped their um, intake on this stuff. I don't know. Um, I also prefer oh, if they were idiot. to do a bit more... <laughs> brand exclusive type stuff for the, some of the pay-per-views to actually make the brand seem seem like they have so, their own personalities. Okay. But, whatever. So that's a good segue to last week we were talking about whether or not the brand split's going to end mm-hmm. and how we would or would not. So I think the day after we put up our episode, Dave Meltzer was like, no, idiots. <laughs> According to Dave Meltzer, Fox has zero interest in cross-promoting with Universal, who owns USA. Right. So they do not want to merge the brands again. Oof. They want a firm, a stricter brand split where we're going to see more exclusivity, more exclusivity. And that kind of puts things in the air for, like, Survivor Series. Well, they would need to have the big four be these massive pay-per-views. They can't take that away. That's something that's been that way so for that's, over 20 so years. So that's something that they have to like they have to come to an agreement with with WWE. But apparently that's the word on the street, according to Papa Uncle Meltzer, is Fox wants nothing to do with cross-promoting Universal stuff. We'll see what happens. So like, they don't want to see Roman Reigns anywhere near Fox TV for anything. Unless they put Roman Reigns on. On SmackDown. Yeah. Right. So, a little off topic. This is, I'm hey. looking. I'm looking at this Sorry, list on Wikipedia for pay per views. Mm-hmm. They put up a top ten wrestler per pay per view. Like most okay. pay per view matches for wrestler ranked one okay. through ten. Okay. Can you name the top ten? Like how many? Like who's like had matches? the most matches? Who's had the most matches? Most pay per view matches this year, right? AJ Styles this year. One. Not this year. Overall. Ever? Oh, ever. Trips has to be up there. Okay. 
He's number three. Yeah, he has, of course. He has to be. Um, 168. John Cena. There He's number four, 160. Okay. Cool. Roman Reigns. Incorrect. No, not the top He's ten? Not even top not, ten? Not even top ten. Okay. Okay, that's fine. He's a young career. Randy Orton up there? Fifth place, 151. You Makes guys sense. went three, four, five, back to back to back. <laughs> back. Makes sense. So I'm trying to think of these two spots. I All time? Are we counting like old in your houses and such? Pay-per-views. Pay-per-views date back to 1985. But you got to remember. So if you're wrestling pay-per-views in 1985, you're not wrestling in 2019. So, so That's true. Russell. You haven't been on the podcast for weeks, and now all of a sudden you want to get on the podcast? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think he wanted to be in the pay-per-view. Uh, so, Stone Cold wasn't around for too long. So, I don't think Stone Cold was on that list. I was going to... Here's the thing. So, Sean had... Taker. Eight. Undertaker. Undertaker's number two at 170. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Okay. That's true. So, HBK had a big gap in his, in his stuff. However, he did a lot of stuff early 90s, mid-90s. Rockers stuff in the 80s. Okay. So maybe he's on that list somewhere? Shawn Michaels is number 9, 116. Okay. Ooh. That makes sense. Okay. I can see that. You know, I thought because of that hiatus, he wouldn't be on that list. Right. But okay. But he really his first pay per view match was in 1988. Okay. Makes sense. And 20 years later? Pretty much. 2018 was his last yeah. pay Would that happen to be his 88 match? Does it say what it was? No. No. Okay. Unfortunate. So. Too much. Too much. Too much. I just got. Okay. Anyway. So we got... Yeah, who's number one? Yeah, two, two, nine. two, three, the four, rock five, and nine. Did we do... I rock? said no to The Rock, but if you no. want to put that out there... Nope, The Rock is not on there. It, he, wasn't, he wasn't around for that long. I wish we could play a game with this, but we only got so many tries. This is fun. It is. Um, who else has been a mainstay for WWE? This is fun. I love this. <laughs> I'll be the only one with the laptop right now. <laughs> um, Rey Mysterio? Negative. No, it wasn't around for that long. Really? He only knows like mid two thousand guys. <laughs> wow, thanks guys. <laughs> I'm gonna no no. No, Hogan left. Are we counting WCW or only the most remember their things are merged, so So then Hogan? Negative. So then it's not counting WCW. You gotta remember in the mid nineties, in the early nineties, and the late eighties. 85, you had two pay-per-views. 86, you had one. 87, yeah. two. 88, three. They had less than 10 pay-per-views. The first time they had 10 pay-per-views is in 95. So we're missing one, You're missing six, one, seven, and six, ten. seven, eight, and ten. Eight and ten. Um, we're missing that. You, you guys want me to spoil it? No. Throw, I, throw some hints if you want. No. Are they all male? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's... The heart... Do the Hardys count as one or like? No, they would be they're singles. They're, they're like individual. Like Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, and no, they're not even on here. They wouldn't be on there. Edge. I was gonna say Edge. Edge yeah, is is eight at one twenty six. <sighs> you say Hardy boys. I was like, oh yeah, duh. Edge. He wanted to Edge before, but he ended his career so early. I didn't want to. No, dude, he was around for a while. I know, but when he, he wasn't main event the, scene for that long. He's not talking about main event. Right, no, so I'm talking about pay per view matches. Remember, yeah. he was up in actual pay per view matches, brood? not pre show matches or dark matches. New day. So no Sunday night heated matches. New day? <laughs> no. I don't know why I said New Day. As soon as I said New Day, I was like, that's I think they're going to be wrestlers too, not in One, six, seven, and ten. This is what you guys are missing. One, six, seven, ten. One, six, seven, ten. Oh, 
I want to know who number one I'll is. Give, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Kurt was only around for this a few wrestler years. started in 1999. His first pay per view match. What? My brain's going to the Rolodex right now. <laughs> he started wrestling for WWE. Just started wrestling. Period. First pay per view match. Hey, I guess it would be WWE. Yeah. Kurt wasn't around that long. Can't be Kurt. Jericho. Chris Jericho is number seven at one forty-one. How do you how do you feel that I thought about it? Jericho. <laughs> was he the one you were talking about? No. Oh, oh I'm ashamed of. Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chris. I still love you. Go cry in the corner. How did I not think of Jericho? One, six, okay, and, and ten. Um, I don't think you guys are gonna get the rest. Really, they're out there. No, no. but uh, you guys Kane. are. Kane is number one at one seventy four. Wow, when you I know said what? Undertaker, I thought of Kane. And Kane came like... to mind. I was like, no, he's not. He's not gonna be up there. Damn. Yeah, Kane's been with them for So that was number one. Big 1995. Show. So Big who's the rest? Because we don't care about the rest. Is sixth place at 142. It's all starting to come together now. <laughs> you will never guess number 10. Rick Rude. <laughs> Vacant. Vacant? No. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> this isn't a WWE right, run. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Give me something. Give me something. Give me He's a little still more wrestling. Shane O'Mac. I look at him like, wait, <laughs> is it? No. Dilly Wrestling. Ten most pay-per-view matches. Still wrestling. We did Kurt Angle already, yes. He's not on the list. He's okay. on the list. I know we... Oh, that's why I'm asking he if we did wasn't for WWE that long. For the listeners, he's been see, more can time we just in get, TNA. Can we just, get, say who, can we just say it all right? Lesnar was real for that long. I feel like we're stuck on this. So I give no, up. We guessed nine. Up. We can guess the tenth. No. I'll give you guys one guess each. Make them count. Cause CM Punk. Are... No. Okay, fine. Mick Foley. The Miz. Three. <laughs> it makes so much sense. That's crazy. And he's only been wrestling for twelve years. Only. Um, actually, fourteen years. 2004 to 2018. 2004. 2004. Sucker. Really? Can you dig it? Well, it was his, per- his first pay-per-view. His first pay-per-view was No Mercy 2006, yes? His first pay-per-view was Damn, 2004. Who was, he, who was he in 2004? I don't know. know anything. They like to boot him in 2006. All right, whatever. Can we skip to the next category of our week? Oh, that was fun. We should do that more often. No, please. Oh, I, I scrolled down. There's a list of ECW, ROH, Impact, NWA, WCW, no, New Japan, that. WWE Network events. So I'm like, we can do this all day. We can just do another podcast about that. We'll do like one a week. We'll do like one a week. And watch us all like flounder. Especially Matt. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know who any of these names are. Who's Jushin Thunder Liger? I've never heard of him. <laughs> what, we could do, what we could do is name... Ten themed pay-per-views, past or present. No, can we not? I don't <laughs> know. Listen, our podcast isn't a categorized like. What what has WWE done in this past twenty five years? Bash of the beach. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. My God. All right, so let's. let's That's one. <laughs> Actually, so, technically, it's a WCW event, but as fun as that was, let's break it down. How awful was Raw this week? Can we not? Can we just avoid talking about Raw? Can we just avoid about everything with WWE? For those of y'all out there who did not watch Raw this week. Lucky, lucky you. you lu- lucky you. So, I watched Raw last night, unfortunately. And then on my way here, 
I listened to Taz talk about Raw last night. Do you know what Taz said about Raw last was night? Was he as angry he as he was last week? was livid. Because <laughs> last week, he was like, I thought he was going to have a heart attack on air talking about Survivor Series and SmackDown. And he keeps talking about how he's definitely not going to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Of course not. <laughs> he can, he's he too says, honest. He says that every, every episode. Every episode. <laughs> yeah. So. He said he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame because he's too critical of, of mm-hmm. WWE's product right now. Very true. And it's true. Anytime you have the manager of your tag team champions be the focal point. No, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. The urination of the manager of your tag team champions, the focal point of your tag division, you're doing something wrong. What's unfortunate is the AMP, they can be a good team for them to lead the tag division. But instead, they have Drake Maverick pissing himself, and then they don't want to just do stupid things. Okay, I'm going to get so mad. Damn, boy. Damn, you're, you're forgetting words. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Cause I'm, I'm not here, forgetting words. I just don't want to get louder. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, really? Yo, he grabbed Bobby like, Roode's role. You're going to, like, toilet humor? That's what we're doing now? Like, you have nothing else? That, the, the segment with Bailey and Whoa. Sasha Banks. They could have done something smart. Like, oh, what do you want to see change in the in the women's division? Oh, maybe let's uh, have a tag women's title. Oh my god, oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> or, you're fired. Or stop having all of us in one segment. How many times are we going to see a six-man, a six-woman tag? It's the same set of people I mean, we've seen every week for the past six. Like, I, I really want to drive this home. Please. I don't know what they're doing with Nia Jax. Ooh. But they need to stop. <laughs> I know that they're doing this whole reality and social media thing and she's the hashtag facebreaker. But guess what? She's horrible on the mic. She resorted to making fun of Ronda Rousey to imitate her voice. That went up. I was cring- I was cringing. I was like, "This is, this is the worst segment I've seen in a long time." Probably the worst segment since Bailey. This is your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we just not notice what they're doing? I feel it's like it's so better. bad. You have it's, to. You it's know why? Because, because we have a podcast and we have to talk about I this. No, we can't just blindly watch Raw. For three hours, and like, oh, this is good product they're putting out. No, no I don't want to say good product. I just want to ignore it completely because I don't think they should get any sort of traction, bad or good traction. They, they should be left to like devour themselves in their own pile of Drake Maverick words. Yes, yes, Drake Maverick, and then they will soil themselves all the way through to WrestleMania and see how bad they are. Because Ring of Honor and Junior Pan are throwing a show the same That's weekend. That's not it. Wait, what? Junior Pan? Is that what you call it? Junior Pan? Junior Pan? What's a Junior Pan? What? My man said Junior Pan. <laughs> Junior Pan? Yeah. What? You said, you said Ring of Honor and Junior Pan? Junior Pan. <laughs> it's the Jewish version of New Japan. Don't start that. Oh, Lord. Junior Pan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> New <laughs> Japan and Ring of Honor are throwing a giant show at the Garden. That's sold out already. Yes. Sold out like sold the out, day like, it went on sale. Like three seconds into like, going on sale. Hot cakes. And they're showing, throwing it at the Garden WrestleMania weekend. They're going to be in the same city on the same weekend. Technically as, not in the same city because it's 
WrestleMania's in Jersey. They're billing it as New York. They're doing everything else in New York, including yeah, the takeover. But, but and Raw's and you know what? And that's geologically. Yeah. Geographically, geographically, why? Geographically, that's what it is. Boom. <laughs> See, but that's WWE's fault because instead of booking MSG for all the takeovers and Raw and SmackDown because it's too expensive, because Jim Dolan stopped ruining MSG. Well, also because the MSG, th- like. Their ring stuff just su- look sucks with MSG. They have a little doors that like fold over, yeah, and I, they don't have an I, actual like entrance thing. I like that, I it, that. it creates it's a unique thing that MSG has. I and as a as a proud New Yorker and as a proud Ranger fan, MSG is something special to me. Un- Jim Dolan, stop messing it up. Unfortunately, I think it makes MSG look small. Even though I get, I mean, it's not a big arena. It's but a it's world it's famous it's arena, but it's not huge. It's, it's but that, I don't know. I just hate those little doors. But things, it's iconic. Man. It's unique. Like you know when they're doing a show at MSG. Unfortunately, I don't think it's unfortunate. I think it's cool. I, I you're not a sports fan, Matt. So I don't think you can you can grasp what, what William's saying. There is some sort of atmospheric yeah, nostalgia yeah. to some, MSG. Would you say there's, there's a different atmosphere in yeah. MSG, right? Um, and having that be uh, have a visual representation in the same in the terms of like a unique entryway, I think that's cool. I think it's just unique in the wrong way. That's the problem with it. You're unique in the wrong way, but we keep you around. I, I think <laughs> I, I I would have to. Do, I I agree with William. I don't. I, I okay. can't. What you call it? For me, I'm t- I'm happy that New Japan and, and and Ring of Honor can sell out MSG. In fact. I don't think a takeover or a Raw or a SmackDown would have sold out the NXT. Uh, so sold out MSG. Maybe a takeover. Takeover would have sold out. Maybe MSG. the takeover because it is the takeover before Mania, but Raw or SmackDown, I don't think, not so much. Oh, they can't sell out anywhere. But the Raw and SmackDown after Mania, for sure they'd sell out. For sure they would sell out. If they sell the Barclays, they can sell out the Garden. Listen, the Barclays is like six stops away on the injury. WWE <laughs> needs to stop. Too. WWE needs to stop going the way of WCW, where they're just pushing the same talent over and over again and not developing other wrestlers. This is the reason why WCW had to close their doors because they kept pushing Jeff Jarrett and Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and Goldberg, and then they started putting you know Scott Steiner and then Booker T. But that's hey, why book is, book No, no, book. I'm saying that then they started pushing oh, Scott okay. Steiner oh, okay, and okay, Booker okay. T. But it was too late. They, 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 they were trying to Exactly. They still had Sting in the main event scene. And then you had guys like in your mid card, like Eddie Guerrero. I'm talking about 90s, like yeah. what you call it. Um, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Di Malenko, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, all these technical Phenomenal. marvels. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Where did they go? They went to WWE. Eddie Guerrero, Hall of Famer. Chris Jericho, Hall of Famer. Rey Mysterio, Hall of Famer. Dean Malenko went to WWE a, a little too late. But <coughs> still, one but of the most, most well-renowned wrestlers. wrestlers in the mm-hmm. world. He's a producer backstage now. Chris uh, Chris Benoit. You know, aside from the horrific things that happened, one of the most technical wrestlers to ever be in the ring yeah. mm-hmm. arguably one of the I best would, wrestlers ever I would argue like, that he's the best but 
I know who you who your opinion is, and I completely understand that. He's definitely top ten best wrestlers in the world ever. Period. Period. Full stop. But I top ten is where I keep that. Yeah, it's it's more of like it's a short list, but hmm? he's on there. It, it's more like you get the, the the Roman Reigns push or the Braun Strowman push or the. The, the the big sweaty muscular guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have your your Dolph Ziggler's or your Finn Balor's or your Seth Rollins right now in the main event scene. The guys that can put on potential five star matches. You're not gonna get a five star match from Roman Reigns. No. You're not gonna get a five star match from Brock Lesnar not or anymore. Braun Strowman. Not anymore. At this point in his career, for either one of those two, Braun or Brock, not happening. You'll get a five-star match, potentially. Give the the problem is the push and the time limit they give mm-hmm. these matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll give a a match that no one cares about, like twenty minutes, Lucha minutes. House Party versus the B Team, fifteen minutes. <laughs> but you have this. That's an example. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not being literal. But then you'll give Finn Balor and AJ Styles three minutes. Like yeah. here, guys, New Japan it up and go yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, that one match they had at TLC last year was a fantastic match. Imagine, it and, been, and it was could have been better. And this is AJ coming straight out of a flight from like Peru or something yeah, like he that. He was like some it's like Central or South American yeah, country. Yeah, he was in uh, South South America or Central America. Flew in the same day. The, there's no feud, no heat, no nothing. They just said, "All right, go do stuff." Bullet Club Leader One versus Bullet Club Leader Two, and it was fantastic. Now imagine if you gave him like a proper non WWE feud, because WWE does not know how to do feuds. It's like Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. How good can that match be? Fantastic. Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor. Oof. How good can that match be? Oof. Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins. Mm. And you could, you can, it, it can be a revolving door of who's who to push them to the top. Now, AJ granted main event scene. If SmackDown has a men's main event scene because they treat it like it's a mid card, I mean, like WWE treats yeah, it like yeah, it's yeah. a mid card. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan is the, the, the <clears throat> WWE champion, but you have it wasn't even on TV this week. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, God, wasn't even. On, Andrade Cien Almas. We could have him in the mid-card, upper mid-card scene. How was it? Co- it comes out that Vince loves Andrade and we haven't seen him on TV. <laughs> you have Shinsuke doing absolutely nothing, nothing. with the United States Championship. He's like, making not America. No way Jose was on Raw this week. So that was, oh, that was God. weird. Didn't he wrestle... Um, What's his name? I lost. Maharaja? Uh, mm-hmm. Modern day Maharaja. The big guy. He went one on one with Jinder Mahal. That guy. And lost. To, to be honest, After with you, I, I, don't, I don't like No Way Jose. I only like No Way Jose from a like countryman perspective. Yeah, he's, he's Dominican. Dominican. So That's I like root for him on that side, but I'm like, yo, his gimmick is junk. He's Puerto Rican. <laughs> he's fine, but. I miss Carlito. Why is he in a match with uh, Jinder Mahal right now? Because why is Jinder Mahal? Because they need. Oh, I'm sorry. Why is Jinder Mahal in a match with him right now? Oh, because it's like this. Jinder has been jobbing to people, right? 
So now Jinder has zero legitimacy. He needs to build him back up. Yeah. But who is Jinder going to be that's believable? He needs to be. He needs to be fed somebody who's a jobber. Who do they have in the job squad? No way, Jose. So no way gets no way gets fed to Jinder. Uh, Ginger gets a W. Next week he'll eat somebody else. Get fed a little bit more. Eat somebody else. Because the Raw has not. The Raw is losing superstars left and right. Mm-hmm. So they need to build people back up between the, the injury scene. bug and like and Brock just not existing. Yeah, they have no one on the roster right now. Like Brock isn't on TV. Roman has leukemia. Braun has bone spurs in his elbow. Drew McIntyre is stuck with uh, Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley stuck with Drew McIntyre and, and Baron Corbin. They're ruining Bobby. They, they have not Bobby Lashley. Drew McIntyre. It's it's right there. But I told you, it's right the reason there. That they're, they're ruining. The reason that they, they they're ruining him is because one, Roman got hurt. Braun got hurt. There's no other. Guy. Brock's not going to spend time on a Raw. I think. I could see Drew like turning all these big guys in a couple weeks. Take this, take this opportunity to build Drew. Have Drew just beat everybody in his path and be like, I run this show now. Something, you know what I mean? Like, who who, who can he beat? He's already he's beat. got Lashley and Baron Corbin. Like, no, 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 beat them. No, no, no. He's already beaten Elias. Yep. He's already beaten Finn Balor. Yep. They're not gonna they're not gonna break him and Dolph Ziggler up just yet. I mean, they they did like a soft breakup. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins? He's beaten Seth Rollins before. And Seth is the IC champion. They can do that right now. And they're doing the thing with Dean. What are they doing with Dean? That character is a mess. When he turned heel, they had so much like this promise for so intrigue. And now he's just a germaphobe who like calls everyone dirty or something. Like what? Who's like you dirty Minnesota people? I'm not even in your city right now. I was like, first of all, he's getting, he's getting vaccinations for for diseases that don't even like exist anymore. He's like, no, my gonorrhea, get it away from me. He's like, yeah, this is for the Black Plague. <laughs> <laughs> so polio. I'm uh, like, these are for the measles. That's for the mumps. <laughs> I'm like, w- 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 why? He's getting a tetanus know. shot. I'm like, what's what are you and Renee like, into? Like, Dean goes to the doctor? Is this what we're doing now? Uh, like, this for me, this week, uh, if you want to label Raw and SmackDown, it's like Raw and SmackDown, filler time. And that's it. At least SmackDown wasn't as bad in terms of content. What Raw put on the air was bad. What SmackDown put on the air was just like, oh, okay. SmackDown was, was okay if you take out the Jeff Hardy segment. Okay, I agree. I agree. That was a waste of my time. Cause and at least they're trying to do something with the women's division on SmackDown. They're doing nothing with the women's division on Raw. We shouldn't be okay with the subpar mediocre. They're supposed to be the leading <clears throat> class in the world for sports entertainment or wrestling no, or whatever. They're the biggest They're supposed to promotion. Be, because they are the biggest, they should be. They have just all this Just because you're the money. biggest doesn't mean you're the best. I'm, I know they're not the best. Clearly they're not the best. But they have the finances and the resources and the ability to get there. And they're just jobbing themselves. You know what? That's the best way to say it. They're they're jobbing themselves. You can't. It's like, we don't need to shine in the limelight. Let New Japan and Ring of Honor take our place. They need someone to scare them. 
Mm. They need competition. I, I just had a thought. Okay. Go ahead. My crazy brain of mine. Oh no. I feel like WWE is they're gonna be they're gonna have a big poach on the indie scenes. They've been doing it already. Hear me out. What I think they're doing is like they're putting out the same terrible content week after week after week after week, so people can go to Ring of Honor and see what's going on over there, and go to New Japan and see what's going on over there, and evolve and these other indie promotions. So when they take their top guys and bring them to WWE people know who they are which is what they were doing with NXT they scooped up Leo Rush they scooped up Matt Riddle they scooped up Keith Lee they scooped up Adam Cole and you know the rest of Undisputed Era that's what they've been doing they've been like looking at the top guys and all the other promotions and being like I want that one and I want that one and I want that one but then when they go to the main roster it does nothing so what is your what is the point? Because not everyone watches NXT. Only the the diehard losers like us watch NXT, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The casuals who watch Raw and SmackDown, half of them don't watch NXT. So what is the point of poaching these these promotions if you're not doing anything with what you're poaching? Well, to segue into a different area of WWE's expertise, or I don't know about their expertise, but Do they have expertise? their programming. Because <clears throat> I have had it with their main roster BS. Um, Edge and Christian show had a premiere episode this week, and that was super fun. Was it? It was. I haven't watched any of their stuff. Because I'm not gonna lie to you. When it comes to the network, I don't. I only really watch like wrestling stuff. So normally I would, but I love how they took these little Edge and Christian used to have their little snippets there, mm-hmm. stuff in between, you know, Raws and SmackDowns that they would have. Mm-hmm. Their thing, and now they have like an actual like half hour to like do it and like full fledge it. Yeah. And I want to know what you guys think their future is with that type of programming. If you think, like, have you even bothered to look at any of that stuff? Do so, you think they have? Because so Edge and Christian were in a ride along, and they were talking about. <clears throat> um, well, Christian made a joke about getting into the WWE Hall of Fame by being in all of their. <laughs> Um, shows because he's in all of their like extra content mm. um, instead of like actually getting in for his wrestling mm. which is crazy but like yeah I mean they have so much content on the network now they put out stuff like you know Ride Along and the Edge and Christian show was like I said gold this week it was just like they had a like a Muppet version of Vince McMahon and they played mm. Vince McMahon all day great mm. but anyway like you were saying so I don't think, like I said, people who watch the network stuff are, so you have the people who watch professional wrestling, right? Mm. Big bubble, casuals, included, diehard, included. Right. Then you have the people who watch NXT, smaller umbrella, mm-hmm. who have the network, smaller umbrella. Then you have the people who watch all of WWE's content that's on the network. Mm-hmm. There's a tiny, tiny little ball of people. Mm. And so I just... I don't know. The only stuff I watch on there is wrestling-related stuff. I wish they would focus more on documentary-style stuff. They used to. They used to have a lot more documentaries on there. Okay. And then they started cramming a bunch of shows on there, and that's when I, I was like, you know what? I don't care, because they didn't update. Like, they used to have this um, thing called Rivalry. Okay. Where they would show um, 
the different rivalries that the WWE had. So it was like Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Shawn That's and Brett cool. and so on and so forth. And then it was like after, I think it was the Rock and Stone Cold or the, uh, or Vince and Stone Cold, mm. they just stopped airing them. Mm. And I was just like, awesome. I liked something, now it's gone. That's how I felt about them with um, Breaking Ground. I thought Breaking Ground was a fantastic show. Like, you know, you get to meet these NXT superstars and, and see what it's like as an NXT superstar up and coming. Mm-hmm. That's where I first got introduced to, to Baron Corbin. That's where I first got introduced to Tino Sabatelli and Aaliyah and stuff like that. And it's like, it's cool to watch that and then watch NXT and see their progression. And they did one season. And that was a womp. I was like, I want more of that. I'd rather more of Breaking Ground or Rivalries or um, uh, the 365s or Chronicles. I'd rather more of well, that 365s stuff. 365s are throughout know, the years. I know. It, it takes a little I'm saying bit I'm stuff longer. like that or like Chronicles or things like that. I'd rather more of that than more of ride-alongs and more right. of like... Um, Edge that sh- the Swerved mm-hmm. and Edge and Christian show and like I don't need I don't need that so, stuff I don't need com- uh, you know comedic relief I need wrestling content I mean like Matt Hardy is doing the new show on, on they're doing stuff yeah so I like how they're doing some of that stuff I like the idea of them putting something like being the elite on there where they yeah, can help build storylines outside of right you know these Raws and Smackdowns they don't have to rely on that stuff. They can build it in these other little segments that mm-hmm. they throw out week by week mm-hmm. um, and throw it on the network. <sighs> um, do you think that's a money thing? You think that like if they do that up on the network show, uh, like the network at cost, they'll you know be able to put out more like Chronicles 365 rivalries all that stuff I mean 365s take a year in, to make right do you think they would like if they had more money do you think they would be able to just record more more I don't think people? money is money is not the issue. an issue for WWE I think, I think it's more of who can they they, they build anything on like Give me an, a documentary that you'd watch, an AJ Styles documentary. You don't know anything about AJ Styles before WWE. That would be perfect, a perfect thing for them. So here's an example. They do that WWE on their YouTube channel. They do that, um, formerly known as or yeah, or my or the, my so, my so and so, my daughter, my son is blah blah blah, or blah 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 is my whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. They're like watching. Like where Seth Rollins got his start, where Bailey first learned how to wrestle, where you know Ruby Riot came from. Like watching that stuff was really cool to me. I was like, I want more of that stuff. So and then you don't have to do a three sixty five where a whole year round, but give me more stuff like that. And you develop a care for these performers and you care for their character because you feel like you know them because you know their journey. Mm-hmm. How like how is this not duh? <clears throat> I'm sorry, this is completely off topic, but I'm looking at, um, we stated it earlier that UK, NXT UK rosters are going to be specific to Mm -hmm. certain brands, Mm -hmm. and people have tweeted out already, Will Ospreay tweeted out. Yes, so he was... So who who am I allowed to wrestle in the UK now? And Ricochet responded, I think. Ricochet was like... Come over here, bro. Blah 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 blah. Nope, 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 uh, nope. Yeah. The only 
Will Ospreay, if he goes to NXT, I want his contract to exclusively be for NXT with no call-up call possible in his contract. That's it. That's the only way I want Ospreay touching any, any WWE. No. No, don't mess up my Will Ospreay. Pete Dunne tweeted out earlier today. British wrestling is safe. Will continue to grow. The talent pool is deep. Your favorite wrestlers are achieving goals and taking steps in their career. Don't believe everything you read. Rick mm. Ress is alive and well. Okay. okay. Good song by Rise Against My Life. What? That's a plug. Alive and well. Oh, yes. Um, and that's the UK champion saying though. Jordan Devlin. Part of the UK brand? Mm-hmm. I, I'd hardly be able to call myself the Irish ace if I wasn't allowed to wrestle in my home for my people. The import killer is here to stay. Alright. So, I mean... Maybe there's more to that report that didn't come out, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or maybe these are just, you know, WWE guys doing what they have to do to appease their bosses. Yeah. I mean, it's like here, I'm trying to save weight, but, you know, I'm trying to save face, but, you know. Now I want to go watch a Will Ospreay match now. (laughs) Why'd you mention him? Why'd you bring him up? Will Ospreay has a pug and a French bulldog. He's also dating uh, B. Priestley. They've been together for like a year and a half, something like that, two years. Wrestling couples are weird to me. Why? Because it's like, it makes sense, but at the same time... Something doesn't make sense. Beth Phoenix and Edge, I will never comprehend how that happened. But it did. I don't get it. I just feel like, I think it's one of those things where like, I worry that because you spent so much time together is why you got together, and that's... I don't think it's a good foundation for a relationship, but what do I know? Mm. Says a single guy. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird to me. It's so weird. And then, like, whether or not they play off of it in their careers or not, like, Osprey and B, and B. Priestley, depending on the promotion, they play it up. And they come out together, and they, like, they're super heels as a couple, blah, blah, blah. But then other promotions, they don't even acknowledge each other. Mm. So it's like, it's like Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano. When they were in the indie scenes, they didn't do anything together. Candice LeRae was tagging with Joey Ryan as the world's cutest tag team and Gargano was doing his own thing mm-hmm. and they go to NXT Gargano was first Candice comes second they're doing immediately husband-wife stuff and now they're not anymore so it's like it's just so weird I, I don't know I think something's, something's weird about to me about wrestlers pairing off mm-hmm. that's weird but I'm weird what do I know <laughs> I mean I think that's um it makes sense though you know you both have that career you both share that passion so you both love it you both do it that's how you you know that's where you relate I get that that's really it so <clears throat> are you sure Os- more Osprey stuff I don't stop it stop it bad Matt he goes so who am I allowed to wrestle in the UK now and Ricochet replies just join the team bro <laughs> that's it never <laughs> I love Osprey uh, yeah, it's great. He'll be in WWE in two years. <laughs> I'm saying it here first. Will Ospreay will be. He's gonna show up. Be the WrestleMania moment of the year. And uh, he'll be in uh, 205 Live. Oh, don't do that. Him and Drake are be best friends. Pissing no, each other. He'll take. He'll take the Ricochet approach. Sure. We'll go to NXT. You think Will Ospreay is too big to go to 205 Live? Of a name, get out of here. Was he Grand Metal League? No. He'll just get squashed by Burrell and Strongman and um, Baron Corbin. If he keeps performing the way he does, his career's going to end short. 
So he better go to WWE in a few years while he can cash in. Because <laughs> that dude is going to break something soon. Like Edge? Like Shibata. Wait. Anyway. Was there anything else you would like to talk about this week? Shadows? Me? Nothing, uh... Nothing else on my plate. I think of... I've had my fill of the podcast. Get it? Because last week was Thanksgiving. Ha, ha, ha. Um, no Black Friday sales, no uh, Cyber Monday sales, because we don't have any merch to sell. So. We don't have any sales, period, because... Because <laughs> we, don't, we don't have stuff to sell. Exactly. I mean, we have stuff to sell, just not with our logo on it. <laughs> we also don't... I can sell you weird stuff, like, you want a dirty sock, I guess. <laughs> I'll take my shoes off right now. That's the thing right now. Apparently there's um, a market in Japan for, like, or not just Japan, but the world. It's well, like it for dirty underwear. For dirty underwear. Yeah. yeah, there's like vending machines in Japan that sell them. Yeah, okay. that's weird. Japan. Okay. Japan's a weird place. Have about. you bought dirty underwear in Japan? No, I didn't buy one. No, it's a vending machine. That's, not, that's no. not for the podcast. <laughs> I, I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> I think so. I think it's a good time to wrap up. Jay. Well, I'm just saying. In the Yakuza games, there's a side mission where you're gonna go. We're not talking about the Yakuza games. Well, I am because there's dirty underwear in there. And I stayed away from in. every district. I looked up the districts of the Yakuza. Like operates and I was really? like, I'm not going there and I'm not going there. Interesting. Yeah, because there's two districts where they completely like run that. They run the show. Yeah, and one sense. of them is what they call like the red light district of Tokyo. Yeah, nice. The adult entertainment area. Basically, every tour guide was like, if you are a single white man, do not come anywhere near this place. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. They don't like white people. As hey, not, off off air. We're sorry. gonna talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> well then. <laughs> well, guys, again, we're wrapping this up. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you in. for listening. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on facebook.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples the number two apples. Twitter, same thing, grapples to apples. Instagram, grapples to apples. No Snapchat yet, but we're going to get onto that eventually. Are we? No, what are we going to check Snapchat? We're going to do some Snapchat. selfies? We are going to start selfies. trying to use Twitter more often for more breaking news throughout the week. Um, because we're doing things a little bit differently on the podcast weekly. So we're going to try and start using Twitter more often to get more of the weekly stuff, the, the news and newsworthy stuff out there just so you guys can... you know. So make sure you're following us on Twitter so you can get all the breaking news before we talk about it here on the show. Yeah, so you can get it daily as opposed to weekly. What? What? But. <laughs> but. For now. For now. You've wait. been listening to us on SoundCloud.com. Slash Apples. <laughs> we were tag teaming it. And then... No, we're not. This is a solo thing. <laughs> right. We're doing this uh, Lucha House Party rules. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If this happens, what is that even? There was a point in that where Cole was just like, "This is a handicap match." Can we sign off, please? (laughs) We can't. Jeremy, please finish signing off. (laughs) You've listened to us on (laughs) Apple Music. No, Apple Podcasts. Google Play Music. (laughs) Google Play Podcasts. This thing has gone off the rails. Good night, everybody. I have been Shades, the one and only. I have been. By that's Ricochet. The Poetarian, Will the <laughs> And I'm Maddie Bezel, double Z, double Y. Thank you double guys. Double Y? Double Y. <laughs> e for easy. Thank you for joining. Shut up. Thank, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.
Peace. Watch next time. Peace and love.